The following podcast is an enticing media production. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You are now socially obligated to pour yourself a drink and welcome to the Drunk Squirrel. All right. So the mics are live. Okay, we're on. We are on. And um, you want to cover what we're drinking right out the gate? Because I got a curveball for you. I like how you said right out the gate. Yeah, there you go. Not right out of the gate, right out the gate. Ah, whatever. So how many of those have you had? Uh, I've had one. Okay. It's been a day, okay? <laughs> so yeah, I know you were at a church function which requires you not to drink yes um, and it was a big kid community function had a lot of people out some good food oh oh so just so you know we've been talking about the church picnic which apparently is going to happen in june <laughs> and so rob and craig and i already have a plan <laughs> and we're going to be there about probably about four thirty ish in the morning and we will have alcohol I I know nothing. No. That's my normal stance when it comes to you guys well, and whatever's going on outside, but I might be over there with my mug. The plan the plan was so it was mentioned that should we should we mention this to Robin? And then we decided that no we should not because we don't want her to You, you know she listens to the podcast. <laughs> Well, it was courtesy, honestly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So anyway. nothing is happening. Anyway, you guys are just barbecuing meat. Yeah, but in the parking lot at four in the morning. At, yeah. All right. So. All right. What are we drinking, Kenny? So we are drinking icy light. Yeah. So I I told you I had a little bit of a curve with this. Yeah. And to start, you, you didn't you didn't tell me, and you have a bag, which is odd. It looks like you backpacked here from Europe. Uh, yeah, kind of, sort of. So what is that? This is... Is that why you were pouring icy light into a cup? I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh But, you know, one of the last times you and I talked and we were talking Pittsburgh and beverages, I said uh, one that came to mind was the Boilermaker. It's actually called the Imp and Ale. So icy light and I brought tin cup whiskey to make Boilermakers. Oh, God, whiskey? Son of a bitch. (laughs) I don't even like whiskey. Yeah, you just put a shot in your... Uh... Wait, 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 wait. So you... Oh, okay. So you don't have to do a shot. No. Okay, so it's in the beer itself. Yeah, you put it in the beer. You know, all right. So I'm going to... While I pass this around, why don't you well, introduce I, our guest? Well, I wish you were to warn me because I have a can. So I guess I'm going to I kind of tried to warn it. you. But... No, you didn't at all. Uh-huh, uh-huh. How, no, how many drinks no, in are you? You, can, you are full of shit. You did not... You could have said, hey, <laughs> bring a cup. You know, and uh, anyway, uh-huh. all right. Anyway, so uh, if you haven't guessed, um, our this episode is a Pittsburgh episode, right? So uh, Rob just walked over here. Look, introduce introduce our guest and pour oh. yourself a shot already. All right, so I'm gonna introduce the guest, and then I'm gonna pour myself a shot while he talks, and hopefully Rob talks as well. So our guest is John Monroe. He is. You know, I mean, uh, he's one of my best friends in the world. He's also the father of uh, Nell and I's godson, Jack. Um, uh, you you may, if you're familiar with us or our radio show, when I say us, I mean Nell and I, I'm sure you know who John is um, because we've, we've spoken about him several times. But John is a Pittsburgh guy. And uh, so we decided to have a Pittsburgh episode since Rob also is a Pittsburgh guy. I am not. I like to consider myself a Philly guy, even though I did not grow up anywhere—well, not anywhere near—but in in Philly at all. But I'm a Philly guy as far as sports goes, and this episode is going to be very sports related. So, John, welcome to the Drunk Squirrel. And was—is there anything you'd like to add about yourself? Uh, no, you did a pretty good job. All right. Uh, so, what's your connection to Pittsburgh, anyway? My connection to Pittsburgh is first. I was born in Pittsburgh. Uh, I was born in Moon Township. It's kind of it's out by the airport. Uh, I lived there till I was about three. Uh, then my uh, my dad's job ended up having us move around a little bit. And but my my dad is from Pittsburgh. Uh, my I still have family out there. Uh, they're from the 
North Braddock area, um, right by, they lived about a street or two, maybe three up from uh, the Edgar Thompson steel mill, um, which is the steel mill out there. And I, I went to Pitt. Now I went to, I went to Pitt, Johnstown. My brother went to Pitt. He went to uh, main campus in Oakland. Um, so we still go, go out to Pittsburgh all the time uh, for all kinds of sports stuff, uh, family, things like that. So uh, love the city. And I, I, I did like the, the whiskey or the, it was a, the tin cup. Here. Tin cup. Yeah. Um, I wasn't prepared for that. It, it's, it's funny when you guys were asking me about what kind of drinks you should have and, and you know, talking about this topic, like Pittsburgh is not a, uh, you don't, you don't have a cocktail. <laughs> Pittsburgh is not a cocktail town. Not really. Pittsburgh yeah. is a shot in a beer town. And first, you know, you got to have the, the icy light, you know, iron city is it's the art, you know, our beer, our town, our team type of a thing. Um, Cheers. So, yeah. And then, you know, yeah. You add in the shot to it, and there you go. <laughs> so th- this whiskey is—is uh, is it good whiskey? Or I like literally have no idea what I'm drinking. Yeah, right a now. tin cup isn't like bad. It's a good kind of mix it in with something. It's a little sweeter. So is it what? <clears throat> is, is this like the whiskey that you would drink in Pittsburgh? And well, what, the he said the the imp and iron. Um, what that is, or, it's imperial whiskey with Iron City. Right, and I couldn't find imperial whiskey, yeah. so I went with. Uh, Tin cup, yeah. which is a standby in my house. Okay. So, yeah, you you do an uh, imp and ale or an imp and iron. Yeah. And or as they say, iron, iron. Yeah. Iron. I've I've lost a lot of my Pittsburgh yeah. Pittsburghies over the years. Yeah. Iron. I still say Lancaster or yeah Lancaster instead of Lancaster. Right. Like Nell. Yeah, Nell yeah. does that too. Not Lancaster. Yeah, whatever that is. My my wife grew well, up there. Well, and she's well, like, you're saying it wrong. No, I'm not. I'm gonna say that's the county that's to our south. Yeah, it is the county to herself, and it's Lancaster. pronounced Lancaster, sure. not you say Lancaster. So. You say so. Yeah. All right. So, I you have a, a cup, John. I have a can. Okay, John has a can. <laughs> I have a can. We're taking it in the can, and um, so you pour. Did you pour a shot like in your can? Uh, no, I did not okay. pour a shot so in my I, can. I, um, <laughs> he's leaving it to you and I to... Yeah. Uh, I, I will spill it and make a mess over here. So. Okay. Yeah, so I poured it over here. But also, so uh, John, I, I mean, I assume he's doing okay today, but yesterday did a little day drinking, morning uh, drinking. It is the day after St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. The day after St. Patrick's Day where he did a little day drinking with... Uh, so John plays some ice hockey, which we'll talk about a little bit because... Um, I, I know John really, really well. John and I, I know each other very, very well. But this was this was a time in John's life before I knew him. Yeah, it, it actually coincides pretty perfectly. Like when I, you know, retired the when first you time. Retired, <laughs> you know, when you came, now <laughs> yeah. you came out of retirement. That's right. Though. Yeah. So some ice hockey, and he has just recently started that back up. So I actually like to talk about that a little bit too, because I don't know that I've seen John since he. You know, we talked. You know, you talked about where you were going to start back up. But I don't know. I've seen you since you actually played. So I think we should talk about that a little bit because uh, you know Pittsburgh's kind of a hockey town too. Yes, uh, surprisingly, yeah. I mean, we yeah. are. I, well, that's not surprising to me. It's always I mean, surprising, surprising, and I grew up but... there. Well, the, you have a they have a, they've had a team since 1967, but hockey started in 1983. Right, and I mean Mario Lemieux yeah, that's in when, those days yeah, when really he got did drafted. Accelerate it. Yeah, once they had a team, but not really until they right. drafted him. Well, and I got to meet him once when I was a kid. He's he's my all time sports idol. Is he? Yes. Yeah, he is pretty cool. Yeah, he. I mean, my wife will. Oh, Kenny had his first uh, drink of the, uh, <laughs> and it's not going well at all. <laughs> I, Shit! I don't know if bad. I've ever seen that kind of a face before. Oh God! Okay. Cool, we're good. All right, all right. How much did you pour in there, Kenny? I mean, not a lot because it wasn't that much room because it was a fresh beer. So, you know, it's interesting with the the sports thing with Pittsburgh, right? So obviously, everybody understands the football. You know, the history with football in Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, they were one of the, if not the most storied franchise mm. in the NFL. And then you have, you know, hockey and the Penguins are, you know, a really storied uh, hockey franchise. But I mean, well, it's kind of funny because both of those teams, the the hockey team and the football team, they, they had been around for a long time, both of them mm-hmm. and were God awful terrible. Uh, That's hard to believe. Even the, thinking of wrapping your head around that now. Yeah, because you know the Steelers were founded in 1933. Yeah, um, 
there and there was a, a time when the two towns combined, our town Fillion. and your town. Oh, that's, yeah. that so that you know true. they had yeah. the Steagles period. Steagles, yes. But from thirty three to sixty nine, they were terrible. Yeah, it was and, in the seventies uh, yeah. that they started rising as a powerhouse team, and I mean that's when. Well, you got the Immaculate Reception. Right, and You've it's, got it's the, Terry Bradshaw, uh, Mean Joe Green. Yeah, and that's that's where it's funny, the parallels, because it, it took not one guy, but kind of, you know, so the the, the Pens get Lemieux, mm-hmm. and it uh, turns the franchise completely yeah, around. which was huge. So, I mean, what... And then in, in the, for the football, in 69, they draft Mean Joe Green, and that turns that town all the way around. Yeah, it does. Or that team all the way around. It's hard to imagine like this, a situation where they that wasn't, especially the Steelers, uh, for me because I'm not a big hockey guy. I mean, John knows that. Like, I, I don't watch a lot of hockey. I I, <laughs> I know, I know, um, you know the the, the the main guys. Like when you watch Sports Center, the guys they talk about that's about that's about it. Um, but it's funny to think that the Steelers at one point weren't a mainstay. Uh, in the NFL, but I mean now it's just like you just expect. I mean, even a bad year is five hundred or better, right? I mean, <laughs> if they're under five hundred, it's well. I mean, they haven't been under five hundred since forever. Uh, Cowers last Cowers? year, I think. Yeah. So yeah, which is till two thousand six, which yeah. is crazy. And they they're you know known you know not being a Steelers fan, they're known outside the realm of Steelers fans as just being a stable franchise. Oh, and, you can go anywhere in the no, U.S. Just, and find a Steelers bar. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you know, honestly, it's just uh, so in. So we were just in um, back in I don't know what it was um, February. We were in Pensacola, and where we went to watch the we were there um, when the Eagles were in the NFC Championship game, and we went there, and it was so it was right next to the hotel, and so we're sitting there, and we're looking around, there's Lemieux jersey on the wall. I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> And so we talked to the bartender, or yeah, and he was like, yeah, they were like, yeah, this is this is like a Steelers bar. I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's a thing. You can go anywhere, and you can find a Steelers yeah. bar. Yeah. So I mean, it was, you know, to their credit, they were there, Lemieux jersey, like framed right on the wall. So it was, uh, you know, it was cool though. People were nice, and apparently the owner of that bar uh, was from Pittsburgh. So I mean, I mean, guess and that you do get a lot of that with the. You know, snowbirds and, and yeah. people retired and going down there and things like that. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to go to Florida. I'm not even a snowbird or retired, <laughs> but I'm ready to go to Florida. Yeah, you're ready to retire. <laughs> I've been Me ready too. to retire for Me my, too. To, I, I, okay, so I guess I love my job. Uh, I mean, you know, you know, it's okay. But I mean, you could retire you could be like partially retired. Yeah. Ministry and retirement is not something that goes well together. Even people who do retire always wind up back in it somehow. Well, they pull you back in for like, you know, vacation times and things like that, right? Be like, hey, can you preach this weekend? Because, you know. Yeah, it's all good. But yes, you can find Stiller bars anywhere. Well, yeah, Stillers, Yinzer bars. Yinzer. Yinzers. Anybody speak Yinzer in this room? I don't. <laughs> I know the terms. I I can't drop into it very i can it's not going to sound right um uh, we can we can have your brother mark my brother here. can do it very well he can very drop well. in here i've i've heard him and it's fantastic <laughs> honestly if you want to know what that sounds like you can go look up pittsburgh dad um, oh my gosh he if you watch yeah. pittsburgh dad you'll know exactly what it, and and it's funny it's obviously a caricature of things but it's it's spot on like uh, that's it, that's not an exaggeration they're I mean, some of it is, but that is what you will find that out there. His stuff reminds me of my grandfather's in a lot of ways who, you know, they were steel workers. They were Pittsburgh born and bred. And, you know, that's where they lived. That's where they died. And that was the whole thing, which uh, most of my yinzers gone. I still have a few little things like pop. Yeah. And and there's the how to there's the the accent the yinzer accent but then there's also the yinzer vocabulary which is a whole di- yeah uh read up uh oh my gosh gum G- band G- jet <laughs> um yeah one of the first days i gum was gum band yeah gum yeah, band it's a rubber band <laughs> what the hell a gum, is gum band, band is a rubber band okay so that yeah that's that's perfect uh, one of the first days i was in the office out here at the church i was like oh do we have gum bands what is that? What? I mean, I don't you, know what it is. I'm asking you it's right a rubber now. Band. It's a rubber band. It's a rubber band. They're oh, gum bands. Oh, so you call them gum bands. Gum bands. Yeah, yeah. gum bands. Okay. Yeah. I mean, okay. Buggy. G-Jet? Right. What? 
G-Jet? <laughs> G-Jet? G-Jet. What the hell is that? Yeah, okay. Um, my personal favorite is Jagoff. Yeah, Jagoff's a good one. It is. Jagoff can fit into a lot of different Does that mean things. you're a Jagoff? Yep. Okay. You're a Jagoff. Okay. Okay, but, at least that makes sense. <laughs> well, I love it because you ever watch the Harry Potter movies? No. You should watch them sometime. I haven't. Kenny hasn't watched any movies. That's no, true. No, not true. I've watched Bad Boys. <laughs> he and saw Top Boys. Gun for the first time last year. So. I did, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I, was telling I figured me about I that. had to watch it before we watched the new one. The new one, one yeah. <laughs> well, if you watch the Harry Potter movies, they're all running around and British insults, and they're like, you're a wanker. <laughs> well, wanker. I mean. It's on the same category as Jagoff in yeah. Pittsburgh. I, yeah, it is. So, John, you have you, uh, I guess you've seen the Harry Potter movies? I have. Okay. Right. He has a kid. Of course, he's seen the Harry Potter movies. I know, but see, a lot of like the Harry, like there are a lot of like adults that are big oh, yeah. into the Harry Potter movies, not just kids. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, Aunt Shell. My aunt runs a Harry Potter camp. Well, you know, she's Whatever older she... than you. That's, That's old. Awesome. <laughs> That's old. No, it's not. She's not much older than you. Okay. I mean, I'm old. Uh, you're not much older than me. No, I'm I'm 45. John, how old are you? I will be 43 in mm-hmm. May. Uh-huh. And Rob? 37. No. Yep. Are you shitting me? Nope. Okay. I thought you might be joking. Nope. All right. 85. Oh, God, you're young. <laughs> yeah. What did you expect? I don't know. We've We've been through this conversation. I'm not much younger than your wife. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. How you doing, cutie? <laughs> Don't hit on me. I'm not. Have you There's had a, a desk <laughs> between us. <laughs> so we have the, uh, you know, not to break topic here. So we have, we're recording during the second round of the NCAA tournament. Um, and uh, it's, so we have the Duke, Tennessee on. I don't really know how this is going to turn out, but Tennessee is ahead right now by nine. And uh, just I don't watch as much uh, college basketball as I used to, um, but I still love the tournament. So I mean, I don't know how 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 do you guys feel about the uh, the tournament in college basketball? I mean, Rob, do you watch any college basketball? What's basketball? All right, figured that. All right, on to John. I know John does. I like it a lot more this year. Yeah, <laughs> Pitt's in it this year, so I'm I'm much more into. Yeah. You know, I the the job um, that, and I, I'm sorry, the uh, Pitt head coach's name is escaping me. Jeff Capel. Capel. He's done a tremendous job. Um, you know, because this team is well. There was a little. I mean, rough he got coach of there. the year in the ACC, right? Yeah, there's a little rough period that he had. He almost didn't make it to this year. Well, that's what I was saying. I mean, but I mean, yeah, I I really feel like the the transfer portal stuff has really like some coaches have really. Um, you know, use that to their advantage. I feel like he's one of them, um, and he really built a good team there. They're, yes, yeah. I mean, they were picked going, to be like twelfth in the ACC, yeah, it's twelfth, tenth, twelfth, something like that. And mm-hmm. they're moving on. You know, they're in the second round of the tournament. I guess they play tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but the tournament's just awesome. I know you don't like basketball, Rob. So, well, here's my thought, and I meant to bring this up earlier. I think next year, going into March Madness, we do an episode where you. Learned me up on you the need whole bracket to, thing. We need to learn you? Yeah, learn it up. All right. Because, I mean, one, I wrestled, so, I mean, basketball is like the antithesis to wrestling. So I always think it's stupid. Uh, but you you can educate me on basketball next year. How about that? I mean, I can. What don't you know? I know the basics of how the sport is played. Okay. But I mean, the whole fair. bracket thing eludes me, and it just, eh, whatever. That's okay. All right. I mean, we can we can definitely do that. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So we're they're in this. I mean, this is a Saturday. It's the first Saturday of the tournament, so they're in the second round. And uh, yeah, we got four TVs in the house. Every single TV <laughs> is has the Duke Tennessee game on, and Tennessee is ahead right now. Looks like they're probably going to win, but um, you know, so. Duke's in a little bit of a transition right now anyway, so this is the first year without Coach K. So. Right. I mean, but t- to be honest with you, like they are much further along without Coach K than I expected. I mean, I don't know. I know John John yeah. actually likes Duke, so I yeah, mean, I don't not mind just Duke. Pitt. So. 
Yeah, I don't mind Duke. Yeah, uh, yeah they are. Uh, you know, they won the ACC tournament. Yeah. So, um, but. All so. right. Ken's impassioned monologue of love towards basketball. So he got distracted. Go. He looked up and got distracted. Yeah. yeah. I like basketball. Plus, I think he likes that Duke's losing. So, <laughs> I do like that, actually. <laughs> I do like that. Being an ACC guy and not a Duke guy. So, anyway. All right, so John, you said you were born in Pittsburgh. Yes. But then you left when you were a kid. Yes. Now, like, what's the draw? What's the love for you of the teams, of the city? Raised you on left when you were a kid. Raised my, on it. You raised know? on it? Yes. Um, okay. So, um, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before you go too far, I have to ask because, I mean, my daughter was born in Western PA and she's an Eagles fan. So, I mean, where did I go wrong? What did I do wrong? It, tell me how to to convert her. You're a good father, apparently. <laughs> no, I'm here. <laughs> no, Eagles. Ah, yeah, something. You, you lost something along the way there. I, yeah, uh, I have no idea where. Because yeah. we moved away when she was just about that same age. Uh, that's a that's a tough one. And, and of all the teams, well, I mean, there's there could have been it could have been worse. It could have been. It could have been a lot worse. I, so I've said this in the past. When my wife and I got married, she was a Cowboys fan. Oh, oh God. Oh. So I mean, it it's been worse. Yeah. Well, that's, that's funny because right now, like, and I'm sure Kenny will say this, you, you look Steelers, Ravens are the thing, right? That's the big rivalry. But yeah. Well, I mean, that's the old that, Cleveland Browns. Right, right. And that was the rivalry too. But Cowboys-Steelers was probably as big as Cow- Steelers-Ravens in the late 70s. I mean, so, that was because they were like the storied franchises, yeah, right? Okay. Yeah, and like, well, they met in the Super Bowl twice. Um, oh, and I'll never forget that Super Bowl. Uh, I don't remember which one, but it was in the 90s where oh, it's uh, like the yeah. last second the Cowboys snagged it out. For, I was, yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, they, they've played in the Super Bowl three times. Uh, and so, you know, those, that Cowboys-Steelers thing is pretty bad too. So yeah. good, thing you, good thing you changed that. Yeah, well... I mean, I could see how those two teams would like uh, be like at each other as far. I mean, because those are the two teams that have the most, you know, Super Bowls, right? So I mean, no, I could see. No, it's the Patriots, Stollers. Patriots are what? Oh, Cowboys, Steelers, yeah. six. Okay, yeah, they both have six, and then the the Cowboys are right behind with five. I thought the Patriots had seven. No, they have six. six? They have okay. six. Well, I, I, yeah, I guess like going back to like the seventies and eighties yeah. though, like because oh, the yeah. Patriots were trash. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> I mean, obviously they didn't win Super Bowls until, uh, you know, Brady. Yeah, it, it, but if you look at like our parents' age, that Steelers Cowboys was yeah. was a thing. Was yeah, a big that thing. was a big thing. Big thing. That makes sense. And you know, throw the 49ers into it a little bit. I mean, because they were very like high profile fan- the franchise. The Who's it? The Forty ers The Who's it? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I know. You don't want to acknowledge Joe Montana and Jerry Rice. Who? Okay. Yeah, see, like I said, you don't want to acknowledge it. There but, is no team but the Stollers and everyone who has to play against them. Okay. So, in my mind, I mean, because I'm an Eagles fan, okay, so we have one Super Bowl. Um, I feel <laughs> like we should have... I feel like we should have two this year. Anyway. <laughs> but... So when I look at football, I like I look at football very objectively because I'm a h- huge football fan. Just love everything about the sport. And I also understand that I like I'm I'm not so pretentious that I don't understand who the storied franchises are and the Eagles are not one of those storied franchises, but there's four in my brain the storied franchises in the NFL. They are the Steelers, they are the Cowboys, they are the Packers. Right, and they are the 49ers. Those four are like ingrained in everyone's head. Those are the storied franchises in the NFL. Would you guys agree? Maybe Rob's looking at me like I'm wrong. No, I'm I'm thinking on it. Where it's eh, as much I, as I want to argue the hatred. 49ers, you have some hatred for the 49ers. Apparently, not much. I really am no, just picking. No, it really on sounds you. like you do. Actually, I'm just picking. But no, okay. I I can't argue that too much. I I feel like there's one more, but who? Well, I don't know. All right, I, I feel like it, but you, I'm like... You feel ah. like there's more, but you don't know. Yeah. Is it going to be the Jets now that Aaron no, Rodgers... Gosh, no, no, <laughs> What? So, what do you guys think about the Aaron Rodgers situation, anyway? No? Okay. Brett Favre 2.0, you know? It, it it really exactly is, because, you know... I, I do not care for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Me neither. I'm tired of... I'm tired of the crap. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't really care about, you know, 
going in a dark room and all that stuff that he does like you know fine for him that that whatever but you know i think there's a lot of stuff put there's a lot of attention to him that yeah i, I don't know i agree and it kept the, you know going back Brett Favre was kind of the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, w- it wasn't the same thing, but it was very similar. Like, there was all this, like, retiring, not retiring, you know, all that nonsense. Look, for me, it just falls into the same category as Brett, or not Brett Favre, um, Tom Brady. Mm. Garbage of all time. Garbage of all time? Yeah. Don't like Tom Brady? Oh, gosh, no. I understand that. But uh, that that's where it falls for me with Aaron, or it's just, you know, whatever. Not my problem. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how how all that plays out. My guess is not well, um, but you never know. I guess. Well, it's right? the Jets. I'm sure they'll screw it up. Uh, I mean, the Jets are. That's kind of their thing, right? <laughs> Screwing it up. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, you know, we'll see how that all works out. But I mean, you know, now does so. does he go in there? I'm assuming and wear his number twelve. Does <sighs> does he take that that jersey? I mean, that's Joe Namath. Is he going to wear twelve? I I would not touch that with a ten foot pole. I I'd, find it hard to believe that they're going to allow him to, well, to yeah. wear number twelve. I, mean, I find it hard to believe he'll allow them to not allow him to wear number twelve. I mean, is it retired? That I don't know. I mean, a lot I of mean, NFL, how can it not be well, retired? By a, the a lot of NFL teams don't retire numbers. They right? just they kind of just put them aside. Like yeah, it's it, got to be a this, special case for them to be like, yeah, we're going to retire. Them. Yeah, I mean, I if like you take Joe, a look at like the Steelers, mm-hmm. like. They have two retired. Well, I think three actually. I was gonna say we just retired someone else. So they retired. So. They have Franco's retired. Mean Joe's that, retired. That's who it was. It was Franco that when he died, they retired his number. Yeah, well, they were gonna they, retire. They, right. they were going to retire, and he died two days before the ceremony. It was wow. terrible. Oh yeah, that's and right. And that was what the thirty fortieth year anniversary for the fortieth for the, uh, the immaculate fiftieth. It was the fiftieth fiftieth anniversary of that the immaculate was just reception. This past year, right? Yeah, yeah it was okay. December. It was yeah, uh, I remember that like Christmas Eve. Twenty third, twenty fourth, something like that. Yeah. It. Oh my gosh. I. Not alive then, but you know, you watch the videos of that, and it's wow. That that would have been something to be there to see. Oh it, yeah. Is it, Bradshaw not retired? No, they Mm-mm. they I only mean, have those. It, why they don't do it, I don't know. Um, I don't, I mean, there's you, you could rattle off a list of numbers that could be retired that well, you got, that you may not have any numbers left. What's yeah. Um, Maybe that's why. There's ones that they just kind of put away. Um, that they don't. I mean, nobody's worn 12 since Bradshaw. Nobody's worn 58 since Jack Lambert. Nobody's worn I don't think 59 since Jack Ham. 36 hasn't been yeah. worn since Bettis. Um, but some of them that they have, I mean, Swan and Stallworth have been worn by people. But with the NFL's dumb rules, or they, at least they had those dumb rules where you oh. know, receivers had to wear 80s. Right. So there's only so many numbers. And I don't know if that might be why some of them don't get retired. So. Which has kind of uh, lapsed a little bit. Or laxed yeah, a they bit definitely in the took last that off. few years. Like so, now the you know players can wear like the, what they want to wear. Like receivers can wear like double zeros right. if they want to, or <laughs> whatever it is. So, so yeah, I don't know if I don't know if uh, you know every team. I don't know what their other teams do with that stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I, the Eagles have a bunch retired. I know that. I can't tell you the number. Who does the Eagles have that's even of note? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Shots fired. There was that. Seriously. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, God. they almost made a Super Bowl once. Yeah, yeah. Guys like Reggie White. <laughs> oh, the Packers guy. I know from the Packers. Reggie White from the Packers. Shut up, you. Reggie White from the Packers. You know, you really can't even argue the fact that he didn't win a Super Bowl until he went to the Packers. So. <laughs> Look, I get it. I get it. I mean, um, but pass the whiskey back over to Ken. <laughs> yeah. So uh, here you go, buddy. So <laughs> he'll throw up on the desk. <laughs> All right. So we are Kenny on again. I had to pee. You have a small bladder. Yeah. Admittedly, what was it when we were recording with Craig? It was me. Well, also understand that while well, I'm the one that stopped the recording, each <laughs> of you went to the bathroom. Well, that just makes sense. Then yeah. we don't have to stop later. Well, mm. and I mean, it's more convenient when we can blame it on you. Right. Who's you know, doing the potty dance over in your chair, mm-hmm. like ah, ah, ah. Yeah, I wasn't gonna make it much longer. <laughs> Plus, you gave me, you made me put whiskey in my beer. <laughs> which, that that in a, in of itself is like, oh. yeah, pour yourself another shot. No, this is the same beer. <laughs> so we'll go again. I I have 
I have a fresh beer to open, and when I do that, I will pour myself another shot. But this one has all the whiskey in it that I need. May, you know, he, he drank, drank a little whiskey. Yeah, that, that first drink was all the whiskey. I think <laughs> it was terrible. Drink a little off the top, and then add it well, and swish. My first one was, my first sip after adding the whiskey was terrible. John is definitely correct. It sat there on the top, and uh, yeah, you know, so. a little bit of bite to it. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. So there's a shot glass attached to the top of this. Shit, it's stuffed in <laughs> now. Are you qualified to operate that whiskey bottle? Oh, so it's it's screwed fast. It's yeah. a tin cup because it's tin okay. cup. Get anyway, it? so there's a shot. Did it come on? Yeah. The, okay. Where it, did you find this? It The alcohol. You never heard spirits, of that? No, I just, the, I, I don't remember ever seeing this before, so I didn't know if you like. No, it's went to Pittsburgh to get this, no. or if this was local. They have commercials on TV. People yeah. go camping and tin stuff. cup. Yeah, tin cup. Okay. No, I they do carry sometimes. Uh, it's called Wiggle Whiskey, <laughs> and it's from Pittsburgh. It dates back to a piece of history with the, uh, yeah, it was the whiskey rebellions. But my whiskey wiggles. <laughs> so this says, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. So this <laughs> says mountain whiskey. What makes it mountain whiskey? Has anybody it's know? from Colorado. Oh, okay. Is it? I don't see that, but okay. Uh, it's I somewhere on the bottle. It's up in the Rockies. It's a product of USA, so cool. It is not a Pittsburgh whiskey. Oh, Rocky Mountain water and bottled at an elevation of 5,251 feet. There you go. So that's why it's mountain whiskey. Yeah, as John said, it's said earlier i mean pittsburgh is it's a beer city it is a beer city you know you but need I something feel like stronger you just add the whiskey scotch, a beer bourbon. Town. yeah but i feel like if you're a whiskey city or if you're a beer city then the whiskey's got to go along with it right that seems like the natural thing well that's you know that's the hard day the ooh, it's been one of those days yeah boiler maker impanale boiler maker yeah, bar town, I, not club town. I bar mean, town. I like yeah. that first sip was rough, but I like it. It's I'm I'm digging it actually. So yeah, I mean it it adds a little bit extra bite to the to the IC and just it's a nice nice little burn. Yeah. All right, so digging into Pittsburgh. Yeah, a Pittsburgh. little bit more. Let's. Uh, so I I admittedly don't have a lot of uh, experience with Pittsburgh other than being to a couple of pit games with John, mm-hmm. and Aaron, and Jack. Um, one in particular where we almost melted. Yes, uh, we were very, like very much so in the direct sun. Um, <laughs> you know, it was you know September, I guess probably. Uh, yeah, it was late September, early October, but it was yeah. one of those just hot days, just brutal, brutal days. But all right, so y- yeah, we we determined earlier you're a bit older than me. Did you ever make it to any of the games out in uh, Three Rivers or the Igloo when those were still up? Yes, uh, I I. Have been to the igloo a bunch of times, um, and I've been to Three Rivers mm-hmm. for the Pirates. I've never, I was ne- never made a. Steelers I never game. saw a Steeler game, I, but I was there for Pit games. Okay, at yeah. Three Rivers, yeah. so I've seen it set up for football for the Steeler games or for the Panther games, um, and mostly though, I was there for Pirate games. I was there for a. Pitt Penn State game in 2000, which Pitt won. Nice. I think yeah. I remember that game. That yeah. is something that's kind of gone by the wayside a little bit, right? But they're like, well, they they don't get it back up, right? Well, right? they did. Oh, they yeah. they played for four years, uh, 2016 to 16, 17, 18, maybe 19. Uh, but they they aren't playing now. As a as a Pitt guy, as a Pitt fan, as a, you know alum. It, Penn State scared of us, so that's, that's why right. they don't you, play. You mentioned that earlier. You're a, a Pitt alum. Yes. Oh, okay. So was it your undergraduate? Yes. I, what did you think of going to college up there? I mean, well, I I went to Pitt Johnstown. Okay, you went. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have a funny story on how that ended up happening. So we went and did a, you know, we're doing college tours and stuff like that, and we were driving around Oakland, yeah. um, checking out Pitt, and. <laughs> When I, so I graduated high school in '98. Um, my brother went to Pitt as well, and he went to main campus. He graduated high school in 2008, so we're 10 years apart. The, and I was—he always gives me a little bit of grief for not going to main campus. And I said, "Listen, 
the, the Oakland that you knew in 2008 <laughs> was not the Oakland of 1998. And uh, Kenny will like this story because Kenny knows my mom. My mom's, we always joke, you know, she's a little uh, crazy yeah, in, is, in, in the I nicest mean, of ways. Yeah, it, but, I love, love your mom. Yeah, it, in the nicest of ways. But what, the night, it was either, I can't remember if it was right before we took the tour or right after we took the tour. There's this big murder on campus, and that was it for her. She's oh. like, "You're not. There's no way. I'm, I'm not. I'm not allowing you to go here." I can so, believe that. So I ended up going to Johnstown with the full intention of, you know, going to the main campus. But you know, once you start some college, you know, you make your friends, and it just made sense for me not to go. Like, you know, I'm not gonna make all these friendships and, and know these people, and then be like, "Hey, see you later. I'm going somewhere else and having to do it all again." So, but yeah, no, and that makes sense. Kind of on that transition of Oakland a fun family story that I've grown up with was my grandfather was offered a full ride to pit okay drove up to Oakland couldn't find a parking spot well that's for, yeah yeah because Oakland's just a nightmare even now and just said screw it I'll go work in the mills I have a ditched <laughs> college and decided that you know the mills would be better because of parking spot you know but it's yeah. funny I have a, a similar story about my dad so yeah. my, my dad is from North Braddock uh, they they lived right up from the mill. Uh, you could kind of see it in the distance type of a thing. And they come from a steel mill family. You know, the, the mm -hmm. part, you know, other people in the family worked there. My great grandfather, uh, my grandma's father, he, they worked for us steel and mm -hmm. he was kind of a, I don't think he worked actually making, I think he was in the office type stuff. Yeah. And so my dad goes to, to college and he comes home for one of the summers i don't know which year it was and it was one of those am i going to go back to college and you know this was the late 60s so you know they see people working in the mill making all this money you know what am i going back to college for type things and my great-grandfather says to him okay here's what you're going to do this summer you're working in the mill all summer and at the end of the summer we'll see what you want to do he worked in the mill that summer went back to college in the fall <laughs> I, it was hard work yes. i mean I, I'm the first generation that didn't work in the mills in my family, but I mean, my aunt did, my uncles did, my grandfathers did. I just, everybody worked in the mills because that was the main industry and it, it was hard not to be a steel family right. in Pittsburgh for the longest time. But yeah. I, I mean, have this really cool uh, watch that my grandfather, great grandfather got and it on the back of it. It's his retirement watch from the, oh, the mill, nice. and it says has the U.S. Steel logo on it for oh the for old USX in. logo yeah. yeah. So um, you 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 have that? I do have that. Yeah, oh, that that's really yeah. neat actually. Yeah, that that's is. really cool. And that, the, there's the the famous quote uh, about the the mills that that they had. I think it was a guy from England. So I, I don't know who the guy was. I, I know the <laughs> quote. I don't know who the guy. This is terrible not to know the person. That's but they came over and they were checking out Pittsburgh, and then they saw the mills and the, and what it looked like then and they asked him to describe it and he said it was hell with the lid off uh, from everything i've heard about That's those great. old days with the mills i mean yeah there's well, smoke everywhere yeah i mean they would there's the stories of of pittsburgh and you'd go outside back in the days when they were cranking it and <laughs> people were like oh it's snowing what's well, not snowing no, it's, it's, the it's, ash. it's the ash coming <laughs> down and uh the carnegie melon the mm -hmm. is it the library i think yep um if you look at it which it's actually, they use it as, I think, Arkham Prison in one of the Batman movies. Oh, I think it's in yeah. Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, the um, third one was filmed. It filmed a lot in Pittsburgh, of it, yeah. Which, okay, I got a, sorry, rabbit trail on that. Um, at the time that that movie was filmed, uh, we were living in Western PA out in Venango County, and the pediatrician we used at the time for our kids, he did all the pyrotechnics. Oh, really? For that movie. So, I mean, it was really hard not to, like, sit there in the middle of, you know, my kids getting an inoculator or whatever and being like, so, um, what did you blow up today? <laughs> How is it blowing up wise field? Dude? Can, can I come and blow something up yeah. with you? I want to do that. Was that a preface to you knowing Craig Lowry? No. Me knowing <laughs> Craig Lowry is just one of those happy coincidences. Yeah, but when you talk about what are you blowing up today? <laughs> I know, that, well, which is why I say it's one of those happy coincidences. <laughs> you just got lucky knowing <laughs> multiple people that blow. That I, I stumble upon people all the time who are like, hey, let's go blow something up. Yes, please. <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah, yeah it they, was filmed out in yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah, they filmed it, and uh, it's the prison. I don't know if it was what it's called, but it's in the third movie, and there's a shot. There's a big fight scene out in front of it, and there's the, it said Carnegie Mellon 
I think it's I think it's the library. Yeah. Um, and there's these big marble columns. And if you look at it, if you look directly at it, and in the movie, I think that's how they film it. They're white marble columns. Well, if you go around to the backside, you see how what they looked like before they sandblasted them after the mills were cranking, and it is black, just wow. black. Wow. Yeah, I. It, it's a. I remember stories of uh, even what the Ohio River was when the mills were cranking out steel, or it was just don't look at the river, don't don't think about the river because it's nothing but a toxic sludge. Well, yeah, and you look at there's a. And it's not so much today you see this, but if you look at older pictures, mm-hmm. so obviously Pittsburgh, the Three Rivers, all that stuff. So it's the Allegheny, the Monongahela, they make the Ohio. Mm-hmm. And when you're at the stadiums, if you go to the left, it's the Allegheny. If you go to the right, it's the Monongahela. If you follow the Monongahela up is where you hit Edgar Thompson and like mm-hmm. the mills and stuff. You can see a color difference in those two rivers. Well, and you can still see that to the Yeah, and not as day, much, yeah. but you still definitely can. Where the Allegheny's nice and clear, yeah. but the Monongahela is just it's crap brown. Mm-hmm. Which so. I will say that the Iron City plane is up the Allegheny <laughs> side. So Yes. Or or used to be. Used to be up there. Now they make it in Latrobe. So speaking of Iron City, um uh, did you ever hear of, and I got to look it up so I pronounce it correct, because I did not know this was a thing. Uh, <laughs> this is, okay. Did did you hear that? Yeah, he's so, cracking another okay, beer. Okay, John cracked a beer, but it seems to be the thing on this episode for our, uh, <laughs> you know, on this episode, but on this podcast of our guests cracking a beer into the microphone. Cause, that was way down here. Look, that wasn't even near the microphone. Oh, no, it was like right, it was in my ears. I heard it. Look, but you're just jealous that. because we have the beer cooler over here, and you have the whiskey. Mm-hmm. You get no more beer until you drink more whiskey. No, I have a beer. You get no more beer until you drink I, whiskey. That, that I haven't opened. You know, I'm enjoying this episode because, <laughs> you know, since since the break, right, which may not show up much as a break, depending on how we edit this episode, but, like, I'm enjoying... Watching you two like going back and forth with the person. I mean, I don't have anything to add to this, right? But but you two both do, and I'm you know very intrigued by it. I really am. So Rob, you look like you want to say something. So I do. So go for s- it. speaking of our drinks, I, I found this out, and I didn't know this was a thing uh, until I was talking to my father about the upcoming episode and kind of what we were doing, what speaking we were talking. Speaking of your father, I, I met him earlier. You did meet him earlier. And I'd like you to, wanna, uh, you're like, I'll, I'll point something out later, so. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead now. So, I, I mean, so Rob's father is Rob. <laughs> well. Like, they, they, they spoke, and I, I met, <laughs> I so I met your dad for five minutes, and I... I definitely made the comment in, you know, during the interaction that I'm like, you can definitely tell that these two people are father son because you speak the same. You're, you know, you know, you're um, just the way you act. It's it was all it was like very similar. Well, that means you did it. They did it right. As best as they could. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I don't know if your mom's happy about that or not. But <laughs> uh, depends on the moment. <laughs> Definitely enough. my teenage years she was thinking of killing me. Fair but enough. Fair no, enough. I so yeah, dad is Bob, I'm Rob. Uh and and the tradition in my family is you actually hand the initials down, not the name. Okay. So I have his initials but not the full name. My son has the initials but not the full name. Anyway. Gotcha. That's an I mean, to be fair though, I mean, you're I uh, first today was the first time I met your dad and uh in I enjoyed it. Yeah, the met I, your dad, your dad was great. Yeah, I can't so. deny that I have a lot of mannerisms from him. Mm-hmm. Shout out to your dad. Yeah. So dad and I were talking, though, about the upcoming Pittsburgh episode because he, he grew up all of his life in Pittsburgh until we moved out to the east side of the state. Okay. That's and he was asking, you know, well, yeah. what are you guys drinking? I said, well, we're going to have icy lights. Yeah. He said, oh, you ever hear of this old frog and sloth? Schlosh? <laughs> you know, when we Kenny and I were texting about what was going to be we were drinking on here, it got me to thinking of other Pittsburgh things. And I saw this. <laughs> I did see that. I'd never heard of this before. I didn't either until he told me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Old Frog and Slosh. I've screwed up every time. Old Frog and Slosh is a Pittsburgh brewing beer that's just, it's icy light recanned with a 300-pound woman in a swimsuit. It's icy, so it's icy light recanned. 
called called Old Frog and Slosh, and it's so light that the foam is on the bottom. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I, I'll send you the link because I mean it's some good stuff. Can we purchase it? Is that it, not possible here? You can purchase like the antique cans and maybe occasionally, like the last time they did anything with it was 2012. Can can we, John? Can we buy that in Pittsburgh? I've never actually seen it before. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Fair it, enough. It's one of those Pittsburgh urban legend kind of. It it occasionally pops up things. Okay, I mean I would be absolutely uh, intrigued to get some and to drink it. But it, you're drinking it right now. It's just recanned icy light. With whiskey. It's piss water so light oh. that the foam is on the bottom. I mean, look, icy light <laughs> is good. It I'm is. A, I, I'm not arguing with you on that one. I mean, I think we, you know, I, I, I enjoy icy light. It's not a beer I would pick, but. Not, no? No, I like the darkers. The, okay. I mean. Know, I want an ale. I want a, it, a imperial. It, or In terms of light beer and regular beer, uh, when you compare it to Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light, God. I see light. I drink Coors Light over Bud Light. If yeah, I mean, I, okay. What, what was that Super Bowl commercial where it was the icy light and the Bud Light fighting, and then it's actually a, like a Blue Moon commercial? Did you see that? I see light. Was no, it was uh, it was um all the, it wasn't icy light. It was Coors Light, Miller oh, Light, course. Bud Light, and then it ended up being a Blue Moon commercial. Yeah, yeah, that was a great commercial. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Blue Moon is also good beer. I mean, I don't. Which know. Which is made by Coors Miller. Coors it makes is, Blue Moon. Yes, yes, but it's good. Though I mean, it's yeah, not bad. Oh, yeah. uh, well, what they call wit wit beers, wheat beers, wit beers, whatever they want to call. Yeah, it. that's a. I mean, that's your Belgian. Yeah, I'm a fan like that Franzenkiner. Um, well, there's a difference between wit and wheat. You know, there, there's the Belgian wit beers mm-hmm. and there's the German wheat beers, so it's mm-hmm. a little different, but not a whole lot different. But both are better than IPAs, though. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a huge IPA fan. Me neither. They're too sour. Yeah. Sour? Really? That's that's the palate I get from it. All right. I mean, I'm just I'm not, not an f- IPA fan. So I'm not yeah, a fan I'm of them you. to begin with. I no. think we're all in the same boat in the studio um, about not being an IPA fan. But, yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. People, I mean, but IPAs are very popular. <laughs> Which is why you go to a bar and half the half the beers on tap are. You can have your IPA. IP. I don't want the IPAs. Don't tell me I can. I, have I them. know. I'm I don't just saying. Want them. You know, we have an audience that listens. I'm telling them I if they want an IPA, oh, they can have IPAs. Yeah, we have listeners. Uh, apparently, is there? Some? There's a lot of you out there. Yeah, it's and we appreciate them. Have Have we told you, you guys we love you guys? We love you. Okay, Kenny loves you a little too much. Sorry okay. about that. So. Um, can we, <laughs> do you want to address a squirrel that you keep looking at in the room? Yeah, I think we should. Okay. We're going to, cause we that. haven't yet. We have, have no, we? No, no, we haven't yet. No. All right. So it, it's making eye contact with you. It is. It needs nuts. Do you, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't we all Craig, you left out the nuts. Do you? Do you want to uh, speak a little about it? Or you want me to, or you want to do it I, as a joint effort here? <laughs> uh, I, I think I'll just start with uh, yeah. simply this. Sure. Uh, since we're taking this diversion, uh, you know, Craig, who we had on in the past, he said he had a gift for us that he was going to. I, I didn't really understand the amount of assembly he was going to put in this. Uh, yeah, I think he epoxied that beard. <laughs> Yeah, there's no removing that. No. That and there's a part of me that just wants to look at you and just say, "All right, I dare you to drink it." But we'll get to that another time, maybe. I, I just don't think it'd be appropriate. You could yeah. still drink it. You could, but I mean, I'm that just... squirrel would be awfully close to your mouth. <laughs> no, that's that what would I'm... be very weird. Yeah, yeah. But all right. So Craig said he had a gift for us, and the whole time that I'm waiting for this thing to come in. What I'm imagining is like something to do with an anatomically exaggerated squirrel. I mean, this is similar to that. Yeah. But not exactly. No. So what Craig did is a gift for us that is sitting here in the studio at the moment, but has been banned when we're not recording. Yeah, no won't no, no. won't allow it. Uh, gee, I can't wonder I can't imagine why. It's hard to believe. Is a uh a stuffed black squirrel, middle fingers up, thanks, Craig, Yep. with a can of drunk squirrel, as in paper, taped to a big truck can of beer on a wood platform. Yeah. And it stares at us. 
So, I got a question though. What? It, this literally just popped into my head. Oh jeez. And this may be off the wall, and it may be a pipe dream, but <laughs> so we have some local breweries, right? Yes, yes, yes. Already yes, I, thousand yes. We we have Lebanon Valley Brewery. I think uh, Lebanon Valley, right? Well, and we've talked about like doing a tour of Trog on location with the podcast. We have, and you know, we've gotten to this point with the with the podcast and stuff, and we're and we're we're building here, right? We're right. building here, right? So we're not. Uh, I mean, we're not. We don't have any illusion that we're not a new podcast. Well, this is what episode seven, eight ish. Sure. Whatever. I mean, sure. You and I are talking in a moment, but John's still in here, so I mean, we're somewhere in the middle. Yeah. But, however, if we're talking about this, I'm looking at this can, right? And I'm like, huh, all right. Our logo would look good. Uh, that's on, what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know what it would take to make that happen. So we have Snitz Creek Brewery. Yeah. We have Lebanon Valley Brewery. Yeah. And, and I mean, there's a bunch in Lancaster County and, and, and things like that. But, so we have a couple of Lebanon County breweries. Do we have a drunk squirrel ale? I might and, fight you on the ale. Then how do we... Okay, it doesn't have to be an ale. But yes, do we have a drunk squirrel beer? I think the answer is uh, yes. I mean, we have to, you know, take some, some collaboration, take some phone calls. Absolutely. Some beer tasting. But we and, know, enough, you know, we know enough people that... And, and, and you know, if that, were, if that were to happen, I know enough bar owners, I think that we may be able to get it on tap. I, I, yeah. Well, not only that. I mean, I anyway, mean, you you can't tell me that wouldn't be great. Like, cracking open a, a bottle of drunk squirrel. Like yeah. how? Yeah, come on. Yeah, I don't know what kind of beer it would be, but you know, it would have to be a little nutty. <laughs> you keep your uh, <laughs> you keep your nuts to yourself. Yeah, that's why there's a desk between us. You're the danger, not me. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm I'm the danger. I don't know about that, but yeah, there is a desk between us. Um, but all right, yeah. so enough of that. Enough John's of that. in the corner. We're still on <laughs> Pittsburgh right. we, we and just sports. Literally went you can off. talk about your nuts and your squirrels all you want. We, we, well, we went off the off the rails though, but it was just I a mean, a thought that popped into my head as I was looking at this squirrel staring at me. I was gonna say, I mean, Ken, I Ken's eyeballing that thing like, dude. Yeah, it's I mean, gonna to be, be in his fair, dreams that thing, tonight. That thing's staring at all of us. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. I it, I know that it's stuffed, but I think its eyes move. I, just, <laughs> I think it does. I think it does. Well, you know, Craig put cameras in there. He's waiting to start the drunk squirrel only fans, supposedly. Yeah, he probably. You know what? That wouldn't surprise me <laughs> if he had a camera embedded in that thing. Hello, Craig. <laughs> He hasn't texted me yet, so I pray, I'm guessing he, I'm guessing he does not. So, stay tuned for part two of this conversation when the drunk squirrel returns in two weeks. Thanks for listening to the drunk squirrel. No need to pay a tab. Just be sure to follow us on social media: Facebook, Instagram, and drop us a line: thedrunksquirrel82 at gmail.com. Cheers. <laughs>